Welcome to High Beam, a BMW Motorrad New Zealand podcast produced by Kiwi Rider, celebrating 40 years of GS. Join us at the GS Rally, Wided Upper, November 2020, in association with BMW Motorrad New Zealand. All bikes welcome. For more info, head to facebook.com forward slash GSRallyNZ. That's G-S-R-A-L-L-Y-E-N-Z. Last time on High Beam, we covered the first GS-badged motorcycle, the legendary R80 G-S. A bike which not only brought about the large displacement adventure bike segment with its debut, but it can also lay claim to saving BMW Motorrad as a company. The tyre tracks left by the outgoing R80G-S were indeed large, and BMW had to replace the R80 with a bike that could live up to the reputation the G-S had built. With 1987 rolling on, BMW set loose the bike that had to live up to the legacy of the R80GS, and that was the R100GS, which debuted in late 1987 as a 1988 model year motorcycle. The R100GS was not only bigger and better in a multitude of ways, but it also brought with it refinements built from feedback from riders of the R80GS. The last of the GS breed to be considered conventional in its styling, the R100GS succeeded the R80G/S in 1987 and remained in production through to 1996 when it was replaced by the first GS to break out of the 1000cc bracket, the radically different R1100GS. But that bike is for another day. Today, a well-maintained R100GS can do double duty as both a capable adventure tourer that can tour backcountry while also being a desirable and collectible classic. Even a rough example showing years of use for what it was designed for will draw a crowd at any stopover. While prices for early GS models are starting to rise nationally as interest in motorcycles with bulletproof and simple construction in comparison to today's motorcycles has started to grow in light of today's tech-filled heavyweights. Throughout its nearly decade-long production run, the R100GS would spawn a multiple variants across two distinct generations. The first phase of R100GS bikes is easily spotted due to their small headlight-mounted windscreen in keeping with the style of the outgoing model. While the later Phase 2 bikes adopted a bikini fairing, complete with protective wraparound crash bars, which wrapped around the large 24-litre capacity fuel tank. It's also important to note that while the R100GS was the new star of the show, BMW retained an R80 variant for specific markets. Yeah. Yeah. 
While the original R80 G-S was designed from the outset as a true 50-50 motorcycle, BMW's own market research showed that the R80 G-S were in fact used 98% of the time on-road. As a result, the decision was made that the new bike's personality would be steered more towards a street bias. One of the ways BMW Motorrad achieved a stronger street focus was beefing up the twin-cylinder boxer motor to 980cc from the 797.5cc's of the R80G-S, which resulted in a net gain of 10 horsepower and 20 newton meters of torque. BMW also added an oil cooler to the R100GS, mounted above the right-hand cylinder head on the crash bar, to better cool the now 980cc boxer engine. Another change BMW made for the R100GS came in regards to the rear monolever suspension. The revolutionary monolever rear suspension of the R80 had drawn criticism during the bike's production run. In particular, torque reaction from the boxer engine would jack up the rear end under hard acceleration. BMW's answer was the paralever, which added a torque rod to the outer casing to stabilise the rear end under spirited riding conditions. BMW didn't leave the forward suspenders alone either, beefing up the tubes from the 36mm units of the R80G-S to 40mm forks. Together with revised bodywork, the R80GS and R100GS, dropping the slash between G-S and rebranding GS to mean Galanda Sport, were launched in 1987. While the 100GS took a more street-orientated approach than its predecessor, it wasn't without clever components to make it easier to live with wherever you wanted to take it. The wheels, for example, were of an innovative-for-the-time cross-spoke design, which mounted the spokes to the outer edge of the rim, which allowed the R100GS to run tubeless tyres, while the rear wheel moved from an 18-inch rim to a 17-inch rim. In all, the R100GS tipped the scales a full 24kg heavier than the original R80G-S at 210kgs fully fuelled. But this wasn't the most excessive point in the R100GS's story. The Paris to Dakar connection didn't die with the R80G-S, despite BMW Motorrad not winning a Paris to Dakar rally since Gaston Rochier's victory in 1985. Nevertheless, the badge returned for the R100GS edition in the 1990 model year and previewed the look of the Phase 2 R100GS, which was yet to come. These days, BMW Motorrad's top specification GS models bear the GS Adventure badge to signify their adventurous capability over the base models. But just like the R80 G-S that came before it, the upscaled R100 GS bore the Paris Dakar badge to signify its adventure credentials. Updates for the R100 GS Paris Dakar were led by a simply massive 35-litre fuel tank, which was constructed not of steel, but nylon. Featuring a built-in glove box on top, a feature we've seen survive through the GS Adventure models of recent years, although the new bike's glove boxes are nowhere near as cavernous as the R100 GS Paris Dakars. Attached to the massive fuel reservoir was the first proper fairing seen on the GS series, split into two pieces. 
The upper fairing surrounded the headlight and moulded into the fuel tank, with the dashboard incorporated behind a modest windscreen. The Paris Dakar dash is easily identified from the base models, thanks to the incorporated clock and tachometer. Protecting it all in the event of a fall was a rugged crash bar which rose up from the form to envelop not only the outer edges of the fuel tank, but also up and over the square headlight as well. The lower fairing mounted to the engine crash bars soon became known as the GS Bra for its appearance as it worked to smooth the airflow around the boxer engine. Attached to the lower fairing and crash bars was a rugged bash plate for the oil pan, with a separate plate in place further back to protect the all-important centre stand. Also available for the Paris-Dakar version was a solo seat and luggage rack combination, with the rack attached directly to the subframe allowing the seat to be removed if needed. As we mentioned before, the 1990 Paris-Dakar R100GS previewed the second phase of the R100GS, which was introduced for the 1991 model year. While the fairing was clearly inspired by the Paris-Dakar model, it was actually shaped differently in order to match the smaller steel tank, as the big 35-litre reservoir was held back as an exclusive Paris-Dakar feature. The dashboard was also altered for both models, now having a large speedometer and taco sitting side by side. The clock was available as an accessory, but instead of slotting into the dashboard nicely, it bolted directly to the handlebar clamps and had a decidedly aftermarket feel to it. The other major change for the 1991 model year came in the form of the switchgear, with these bikes gaining the same push-button switches that were introduced on the K-Series. BMW Motorrad also completely revised the wiring harnesses. They also added a floating front brake rotor in an attempt to alleviate the well-known weak braking power of the GS Series. Other refinements came in the form of a new stainless steel muffler which replaced the original chrome steel unit, a revised bash plate with redesigned oil pan which saw the drain relocated to the rear wall. An adjustable windshield was included as well as a standard accessory socket. BMW even revised the steering head bearing system, utilising the same design from the K-Series, while a revised fender brace came with additional holes for mounting the more street-styled optional low front mudguard. This was how the R100GS saw out the remainder of its production run, with the only significant change coming in the renaming of the Paris-Dakar version to simply the R100GS PD. While it was bigger, heavier and less capable off-road than the original G-S, the R100GS also gathered a cult following amongst motorcycle travellers for its bulletproof design and ease of maintenance. The last production models rolled off the BMW Motorrad assembly line in 1996, with BMW Motorrad fully redesigning the big GS from the ground up for their new R1100GS which not only saw a radical new design in terms of styling, but also the implementation of BMW's Paralever front suspension system for the first time. The R1100GS was definitely a game changer, but we'll hang on to that for the next episode. This episode of High Beam was written by Matthew Day Gillett, voiced and produced by Raymond Heron. 
a Kiwi Rider podcast production created in association with BMW Motorrad New Zealand. Thanks for listening to High Beam, a BMW Motorrad New Zealand podcast produced by Kiwi Rider, celebrating 40 years of GS. Join us at the GS Rally, Wided Upper, November 2020, in association with BMW Motorrad New Zealand. All bikes welcome. For more info, head to facebook.com forward slash GSRallyNZ. That's G-S-R-A-L-L-Y-E-N-Z. Thank you.